Welcome to the Mile 99 interview with your host, Jessica Harris, Mike Turner, and Greg Larkin. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you on the trails. See you out there. See you there. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Mile 99 interview. I'm one of your hosts, Jessica Harris. The Mile 99 interview is a place to hang out with like-minded folks in our trail community, share our stories, successes, some failures, and deepest trail secrets. This is the place to get the latest in local race news and find out what's going on in our community. We record live. Yay! And we're also live on Zoom and Facebook Live. We're not going to be able to answer any questions on Zoom or Facebook Live tonight. so send them and maybe we'll get them answered another time. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Greg Larkin and Mike Turner. Hey Mike, how you doing? Good, I'm excited for Canyons this year. Yeah, it's so, uh, so cool, so different, so much more alive. And right here in Auburn, super cool. So uh, I'm doing good, and Greg, how you doing? Doing all right, got all the tech stuff, I think, working. I hope we have a Zoom audience. <laughs> years and years of tech and IT experience, hopefully, paid off. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, we appreciate you, Greg, putting yeah. all the stuff and getting it all figured out. I do not do any of that, so. Very excited. If you guys couldn't tell, we are at the aid station in Auburn. We have our Patreon. For anyone who's watching, we'll have extra bonus content with these guys. Probably this weekend, we join at the $2 limit. We have our shirts available still. Yay. We do want to mention that some community news. Yeah, so big one. Hoka run tomorrow, yes. 10 a.m., Auburn Overlook. Uh, come out, coffee afterwards. Is that right? Yeah, so how, what's the distance? Three miles, okay. So three mile run, come out, have a good time, meet everybody, um, just kind of like get into the community and uh, have a great time with Hoka. So hopefully we'll see you all out there. And all paces. All paces. All paces. Yeah. Bring your crew, come on out, get some free coffee. Awesome. I may have to come out. Nice. What a community member. Skip work. <laughs> so we are super excited uh, to be here tonight and super excited for Canyons by UTMB. We're here at the A station. Thank you, Paulo, for hosting us tonight. We appreciate you and the, what you built here. Uh, we're sitting down tonight with two very uh, awesome HOKA-sponsored athletes, Aaron Clark and Adam Peterman. And so we've been following you guys, you know, online, social media, trying to figure out who you guys are. <laughs> but at the Mile 99, we kind of like to, you know, jump, go way back in your history today and find out how you became who you are. A little backstory between you guys. So anyway, before we go, Erin, how's it going? How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. And you guys enjoying Auburn? Yeah, we got in uh, Wednesday and so checked out the course a little bit that day. and. Okay. Um, had some great pizza tonight, so, awesome. so far so good. There's lots of good food in Auburn. <laughs> it looks like it. For sure, so awesome. And how you doing, Adam? Oh yeah, good. Yeah, we uh, came from Montana and it's been pretty cold there last week, so yeah, it's really nice to be down here, even though I, I think it's cold, kind of cold for you guys, right? We, this is cold to us. Yeah, <laughs> it's been so cold last week in Montana, so cold yeah, like this is like awesome. Zero cold? Uh, I mean, one day the high was like 33, oh. and. That was kind of sad, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're going to do great, because this would be like summer weather for you yeah. running the course. Yeah, no, it should be good. So, so start with Aaron, kind of go, kind of find out where, you, you know, where you're from, where did you, where were you born, where did you go to school, and were you 
an athlete in, in grade school when you were young? Yeah, um, I grew up in Eugene, Oregon, um, which is kind of nicknamed Tracktown USA. So I very much grew up around um, the sport of running and track and field. Um, not as much trail and ultra running, but yeah, I was going to like Prefontaine Classic and the Olympic Trials as a little kid. That's so cool. <laughs> it was, That's so cool. It's a pretty unique experience, yeah. yeah. Um, I like to joke with uh, running friends that I've run on Hayward Field more than almost anyone else because they had all comers meets, and so I was five years old running the 100 meter dash um, <laughs> on Hayward Field, so kind of unique, uh, yeah, unique thing. Um, wow. But liked growing up in Eugene and was pretty athletic from a young age. I was kind of trying all the sports and just very competitive. Always wanted to compete as much as I could, so, so yeah. Did you favor solo sports like, like running or did you, did you do any team sports like softball or anything? When I was young, I mostly did team sports. Um, grew up playing a lot of soccer and a little bit of basketball. Uh, tried volleyball, tried t-ball, swimming, which I guess is more individual. Um, yeah, and I eventually started running in middle school and um, figured out I was pretty good right away and like I said I was competitive so that kind of that stuck with me I was like I like being up at the front and I think I'm gonna do this thing yeah, that's awesome do you have any family that were into running siblings or parents yeah um, my mom's been a runner her whole life um, my dad runs now um, and my my cousin and my aunt who are also they were in town um, and they both were running shoot my cousin was running in middle school on the team as well um, and my aunt had a really successful collegiate career um, back in the day, so yeah. A lot of running in the family, so yes. a lot of people to be inspired by. Very much so, yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. And then Jessica, you ran track when you were young, huh? As well, huh? And older. And older. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I ran. Still young. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I ran from about seven uh, track and field, and cross country was like punishment for me because I'm not that fast for that long. So, uh, yeah, until college, and I haven't done any speed stuff since then. Yeah. Had some babies. <laughs> so you, you went to school in high school and up there, and then you somehow, how did you get over to Montana? Well, I went to Colorado for college, went there to run, and met Adam. I was about to say, um, I think I know someone who went yep. to college there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, funny, this guy actually did too. Uh, we were in the same incoming freshman class um, and took a little, little detour to Arizona, but eventually made it out to Montana. Oh, so yeah, you, I convinced you to move up there. Yeah, yeah pretty finally. much. Finally, took a few he, years. He was working on it. Yeah. <laughs> nice work. That's good. So we were checking out your, some of your races. You got some really fast times and really great races you've done. And uh, I see Run Rabbit Run. What year did you do that? This past, past fall. Year, huh? Yeah. Okay. How was that? Oh, it was rough. <laughs> um, that was my first 100 mile finish. Ah, um, congrats. Nice. So. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I had qualified for Western States that June uh, and had a really, really rough go of it. And I was very new to ultra and trail running at the time I attempted Western States. And so after I had the DNF there, I was just really fired up. I was like, you know what? I know I can accomplish this. I, I have to prove to myself that I can do it. So I was like, you know, I don't feel that bad because I dropped out so early. So <laughs> I ended up signing up for Run Rabbit and went down there and had a tough day. Uh, it's a but, tough course. Yeah, we've had a lot of folks yeah. locally that have run that. It's a tough course. Yeah, it's a challenging course. Definitely just, yeah, it was a grind all day long, but uh, I got to the finish line and feel good about that at least. Nice. How many years to qualify to get in the States? 
like one a half year. <laughs> she has the luck right there, you know. Nice. So, what's your uh, favorite? And she have a lot of different distances, 50k all the way up to. What do you like? And what's your distance that you kind of that you love the most? You think? I'm still figuring that out, just because I'm a little newer to this space. But I've really been drawn to the longer races. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just I think it kind of takes you to a different place. Um, those kind of 50 to 100 mile distances and. I'm just really driven to try and figure out, you know, that puzzle and what it takes to su succeed at that distance. So now, there's a lot more going on when you pass the 50k mark. Yeah. A lot more things to be thinking about. Absolutely. For yeah. Sure. And when did you? So you're. When did you become a Hoka sponsored athlete? So I finished college in 2018, um, and I actually got signed to go run with uh, Northern Arizona Elite in Flagstaff on mm -hmm. the roads and on the track. And so I spent about a year and a half down there pursuing that um, and running for Hoka then. And my contract was going to be up at the end of that year. And I had just had a lot of injuries and um, just wasn't in a great mental space as well. And ended up leaving that team and then moving to Montana and kind of slowly got back into running off of injuries and picked up trail running largely because of the Missoula community and then had a couple good races and reached back out to Hoka. So yeah, I was really grateful that they kind of gave me a second shot in this kind of semi-new sport for me, at least, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, the, the Missoula community, tell us a bit about it, because I really don't know a lot about that. I mean, maybe what's your favorite trail out there and what's the community like out, out in that area? Yeah, there's a really big trail running community, I think, for the size of the town that we live in. Um, and Adam can probably speak to it more than I can because he grew up there and he's been part of that running community for his whole life. But um, yeah, we have like incredible trails, like really incredible trails a mile or two from our front door. Um, it feels like a little bit of a hidden gem that I found and <laughs> Adam showed me. <laughs> yeah, and there's just yeah a lot of great guys and gals to run with. I spend a lot of time chasing the guys up the trails and sucking wind, but I think it's really good for oh. me. <laughs> Interesting, because yeah. we hear a lot about, obviously we hear a lot about Arizona, mm -hmm. you know, but the Missoula, that's like the next, the next big spot maybe, huh? Trying to make it Hopefully. so. Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice, and uh, so let's get into a little bit about Adam, since you say you grew up there. Uh, so you're from, from Missoula, huh? Yeah, yeah, I grew up there. Um, I lived there my whole life, except for I went to college in Colorado, but yeah, where I met Aaron, yeah. So you grew up there? Yeah, I grew up there. I was born there. Um, and my parents are actually here, so you might even want to bring them on. For a parents! Yeah. Yeah, we love parents! <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's a great place to grow up. I mean, we were always hiking, doing little backpacking trips when I was a kid. Um, you know, a lot of mountain biking. We'd bag peaks, and it was awesome. Like, it's a, it's a great place to be. So your folks were like, they got you into, into being active when you were young? Yeah, for sure. Um, my dad had run a couple marathons. Uh, and he, you know, he'd always just do this trail run from our house. Like we were saying, Missoula has great trails just from town. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember going out with him on some of these trail runs, and I didn't really like it because it was so steep. I just I was a little kid. But I think what actually got me into running was my mom signed me up for a 5K when I was in like fourth grade, and it went okay. Like it, it didn't go that badly, but yeah, after that I liked it. I wanted to improve on it. So did, did you do in school? Did you run like on the school track team or yeah. just kind of just at home with, the, with your family? Yeah, I started in middle school. So that was the beginning. Like I'd doing the mile and the 800 in middle school and then on to high school it got a lot more serious and I realized I really wanted to pursue it. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And your, your folks still run? My dad does. All yeah. Right. My yeah. mom walks every day, five <laughs> miles every day. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Good job. So you, so you ran, uh, I was looking at your high school name was, was Hellgate High School. Sounds yeah, Hellgate. pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah, it's the name of a canyon just outside Missoula called Hellgate, but uh, yeah, I think they let the students pick the name of the high school, yeah. and so they all pick that. Yeah, because that's, of uh, course, that's of course. what happens. That's yeah. a, rough, it's a rough school. Yeah. <laughs> rough name, not rough school. Yeah, yeah it's, a great, it's a good school. Yeah. Uh, so you ran, ran in high school, and when you, ran, when you went to Colorado, did you run in college as well? Or just yep, yeah, I ran at the University of Colorado, uh, primarily focused on the steeplechase in outdoor track, and then... We've talked about the steeplechase in previous episodes. It I just keeps coming oh, around. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if Jocelyn didn't post about oh. her <laughs> in the steeplechase <laughs> just this week. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I feel like a lot of trail runners do the steeple. Mm. I avoided it. I was smart. I knew not to do that. That's yeah. painful. That's the one with the, with the puddle? Yeah. It's got the puddle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it sounds like, like a trail run where you're going through creeks and... You know? Yeah, it kind of, we were just talking about this the other day on a run, but yeah, definitely like breaks up your rhythm and you're jumping over stuff. But it's also so short, so I'm not I'm surprised there's not more people who did like the 10k who do trails because yeah. you know the steeple only takes nine minutes. Mm. Did a lot of your folks, a lot of your friends in school, run the trails like when you were a teenager, or did you guys run out on the trails, or I, just pretty much focus on on speed and the track? In uh, in high school, we ran the trails. Yeah. yeah, and I was really lucky in high school. Our our assistant coach uh, is a sponsored athlete for the North Face, and so I think that really influenced me when I was in high school to actually be interested in trail running. Um, but yeah, in college, you know, we ran the trails a little bit. But uh, Boulder has great trails, but like we weren't we weren't touching the stuff that actually is like their best trails. We were just kind yeah. of in the foothills. Huh. So tell us about the Missoula's running community now and. What's it, you said it's kind of it's a growing community. It's lots of cool. For sure. There's lots of sponsored athletes there. And yeah, it's a it's a good mix. Like, you know, it's not like Flagstaff has a ton of elite athletes for the road and now the trail as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like Missoula, we don't have any sponsored road athletes. Like, as far as being a road runner, it's probably not that great great of a place to train, um, just because of winters. Mm. But for trail, it's it's really solid. Like like she was saying, like from our house. We, we rarely ever have to drive to run if you don't want to, and that will all be trail. Like, we can touch, you can do a 15 mile run that has two miles of road to the mountain and back, and it has 5,000 feet of climbing. And, you and you're not doing like arbitrary, like out and backs, and you can but go all over the place. There's snow there. In the winter, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> but you can ski. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so actually, I was interested to find out, like, do you cross train in the yeah, winter and yeah, stuff? I try to, yeah, I try to have a decent amount of, like, I guess, schemo, that mm -hmm. type of stuff, and then cross country skiing. Schemo but I don't race schema. I'm not very good <laughs> yeah, at it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that seems to be a new thing for trail runners, like as a crossover I guess sport. So. And because yeah. you're getting like that actual human powered uphill. Yeah. And then you get the downhill, right? Yeah. It's really fun, though. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to get out in the winter because otherwise you're like not getting to the top of those peaks or anything. Mm -hmm. What's the elevation range from the, from the city up to the, up to the top? Like 1,000 uh, to 2,000? Yeah, we're at three. And so like the foothills around there will go up to six. Okay. Yeah, and then there's peaks to the south of us that are 10. Okay. Yeah. Pushing this elevation. Yeah. No, it's really solid. And so, the, your favorite trails out there? What? You, you both kind of drive down. What's your favorite spots out there? What's your favorite loop? 
So when we come out to visit oh, yeah. for, for the weekend, what, what would you take us on? If it's if it's the summer, we should probably go yeah, into the wilderness in. areas, you know, like or up to the national park. But uh, yeah, I would say if it's not the summer, we should run Mount Sentinel. So that's kind of the town. That's like the main mountain that's right outside of town. But we're only like a mile from Mount Sentinel, and it has a big M on it for University of Montana or Montana. Actually, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I should probably know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, we'll have to come out and check it out. Yeah, yeah. May. May is a really good time on Sunday. Right. Yeah. So we looked at your ultra sign up, checking out your, your, your races. You, you kind of have been a lot of places, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, the JFK it looks pretty, that was last year? Yeah, no, uh, November 21. Yeah. yeah. And what's your, your favorite distances so far? What, what distances have you checked off your list? Yes, so far I, I really like the 50k so far. Um, like this weekend will be my farthest race at 100k, so we'll see. We'll have to yeah, yeah see how I feel after that. But it's just two 50ks. Yeah, just two. <laughs> no rest in between. Yeah. You can take a little break. Yeah. Right? You can. Like two minutes. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't Maybe let two you. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, so far like the marathon, the 50k, I really liked it. It's just a little bit more time and. I mean, a lot more time than the races we would do in college. So yeah, yeah, we won't get we won't get into strategy because that's your your, oh, yeah. your private angle <laughs> secret. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I'm sure with the weather, this weather should be nice for you. It's, it's like summer weather. Yeah, It'll probably be hot. Probably complain about the heat. Could be if it's 70, we might think it's hot. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. nice here though right now. It was um, rainy. It was pouring rain today. Well, yesterday it was oh, really nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> man, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no. A couple yeah. of weeks ago, it was 90 here, you know? Yeah. So we were all kind of yeah. trying to get used to that heat. Do you, do you have a lot of heat in the summer out there? Or? Yeah, in the, in the summer, like, especially last summer, it was, you know, 95 a lot of the summer. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's not that hot. You know, like July and August will be hot. That's about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it gets a little warm here. <laughs> yeah, we, we witnessed it <laughs> last June. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, last June, right? I mean, it was yeah. over 100. When, Inferno. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. This uh, stage was uh, not rude. good. Not good. <laughs> good. Yeah. How was that? We were, we were dusty corners. Dusty corners. Yeah. Right? So we, mile yeah. 38 or so. Yeah. We were all out there working at that aid station. I was not. I was at. It was pretty. Yeah. Stuff. That's true, right? Yeah. yeah. Mile 30ish. Yeah. So pretty warm. People uh, came in hot at Robinson. Yeah. It was already warm. I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about that at all? About your day? Sure. Um. Yeah. I my day ended rather early. Um. I mean, it was like my third or fourth ultra, so I think there's that to begin with. Um, I was just a little unprepared. Um, my crew didn't really know what they were doing either. We just had, we'd never been to an event like that, like any of us, and the whole weekend felt like very uh, nerve-wracking and overwhelming, and I did my best to heat train in Montana. I was wearing like so many jackets running around, and mm -hmm. it was like 70 degrees out, and I would just sweat through all my clothes, and I wouldn't even be hot on the run. Um, <laughs> so I, I wasn't super well prepared for the heat. Um, yeah, and I just kind of boiled alive and ended up like ending my day at Michigan Bluff and got super duper sick that night, which was terrible, but also kind of made me feel a little better. Like, yeah, maybe I, it was the right thing to drop out because you drop out and you immediately have those feelings like, yeah, I should have like, been tougher, you know? Like, how look at all these people. They're like yeah. staggering into the finish and like 
maybe I should have just kept going and I ended up like messed up enough that night. Um, Adam can speak to that too. But I was like, yeah, no, I was really in a bad place. Um, but yeah, I chalk it up to just a huge lack of experience and a very big learning opportunity and hoping to be back running states at some point, whether I can grab another golden ticket or if I get in the lottery, like I do want to, you know, have a strong finish here. Um, so it wasn't injury related. It was like just fuel yeah, dehydration just, type stuff. Yeah. Not That's really good. able to manage the conditions. Yeah. Injury wise, I was okay. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I couldn't manage it. So. Well, heat is very challenging and we never get good at it. I mean, yeah. people have strategies and you know, you can lay in the creeks and, but it's still, if you're not from, if you're from Missoula and you don't heat train, you don't live in the heat. It's very challenging to, your body physically, you, know, you get heat stress and heat stroke and those are real things that happen, if, you know, it's just, you can't really push through that. So, you, you know, it's difficult. Yeah, they, um, they actually have a heat chamber at the university and I, feel like we maybe knew that but didn't know like if we could get access or what and now like having kind of that knowledge it's like yeah if I do this again like I'm gonna try to like make use of things like that um that I can maybe get access to because yeah the weather in, in Missoula in May and June just like doesn't cut it in terms of being able to heat train well even locals here heat train and yeah. we live here so I can't imagine um not living here and, <laughs> and travel you know it's just a it's just a lot and especially if you haven't experienced how electric those big events can be, it can be really draining. So I'm glad you are not injured from that event. And you went on to do a great first 100 miler. That's the same year. So that was great. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. What, was the, what was the big difference for Run Rabbit Run? Was it the temperature? Was it um, better prepared? The temperature was a lot uh, cooler, yeah. Um, I mean, it got hot a little bit in the middle of the day, but nothing like much above like the 80s so just like a very you know manageable temperature yeah i don't know it's a little hard to say i mean i, I didn't have a great day out there either um i had stomach issues kind of really early that just i kept trying to tell myself we're gonna get better and i was like it'll get better in the next 15 to 20 miles and it really never did um but it was something like i was able to keep moving through i think as opposed to yeah, I don't know. My legs, I like, completely seized at Western States. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> yeah, did you have a pacer at Run Rabbit Run? Um, no, I didn't. Because I find that when you have stomach issues and no pacer, it's hard to motivate yourself to move. Because stomach issues, you just can really just, you know, it just can last for hours. And without a pacer, you start to just going slower and slower. It can be very challenging. Pacers can be good to kind of whip you into shape. It would have been probably nice to have a pacer for sure. I can't remember if you, like, I I feel like you maybe aren't allowed to there or something in the Harris division. Yeah, there's like different that's, divisions or something. I think something. that's what it was, yeah, because otherwise I like love having a pacer with me. I just, I like to run with people more than anything. But yeah, you know, I was like determined to get that finish and it was never something that I knew was like, it was going to cause me to have to stop. Like it was going to slow me down, but it, that was it, I guess. And so it like slowed me down, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you'll, you'll get back there. For sure. So, yeah. as far as Hoka gear, what's your like your? You've, since you've been a Hoka athlete since like the, the running days, since, like street days, you mm -hmm. probably tried the street shoes and trail shoes and uh, what are you wearing these days? Yeah, um, the Speed Goat is my primary trainer um, for the trails and everything. Pretty pretty loyal to the Speed Goat. We both are. But I've been getting to try out the Tecton a little bit recently, and that's been super awesome. So I'm excited to hopefully race in that sometime in the future when I'm ready to go. Is that a trail shoe also? Yes. Yeah. And then 
for the road shoes. I go between like the Mock and the Clifton, but I know there's not really any shoes I don't like. Those are my main ones, and I'm like very confident in those. But yeah. Yeah, she Johnson's had the speed coats around at some of the local running stores. She has like these demos. We've been a lot of folks have been able to try them out, and they come in wide. I have a wide pair, which is pretty cool. So you don't have to. The old days of the narrow hookahs, you can get wide. So <laughs> awesome. And how about your favorite shoes? Oh man, I, I think I have the same there. answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Speed Goat for the Trail is my favorite, and I actually I wore it before I was sponsored by Hoka, so I feel like that shows that I actually really like it. <laughs> uh, I purchased it with my own money, so yeah. Uh, no, I love the Speed Goat, and then I'm pretty excited about the shoe that she just mentioned with a Techcon, mm -hmm. but it's carbon plated, uh, which is kind of a new thing for trail shoes. Mm. And luckily, we've had a, a rock plate that's carbon. Uh, no, it's like in it's in there, um, like in the midsole. But it's yeah, it's split, okay. so it's not just like a solid carbon plate. But when you actually step on rocks and have like lateral movement, it doesn't just like throw you side to side, mm -hmm. like other, like if you ran in the any other like road plated carbon shoe, it like wouldn't be very good on the trail. But no, we've liked it. It's, it's awesome, and I'm excited for it to come out in a month here. Okay, so that's not public yet, but coming. It's coming out. Coming yeah, out. It's yeah, it's really solid. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. We'll look forward to that. Yeah. Awesome. Maybe, maybe some demo runs or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how many miles do you put on your pair of shoes? As long as it happened, you probably put like 20 miles on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting like 600. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's probably like 300. Yeah, I, I guess I don't like, keep track. Yeah. <laughs> once they're once they're done, we just order more. It's oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. It's, yeah. it's rough. <laughs> Don't take it for granted. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, the bottom's falling off, the glue's falling apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Staple gun, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and you guys, uh, so as far as things that you're, we have your little buy here, but things you're excited about in trail running, what what's kind of like, what inspires you in the trail running scene these days? Yeah. I, I don't know, I guess I'm really excited about the upcoming races this summer, like, so this race, like this weekend, if you're, if you're top three, like, you're going to qualify for either Western States, or for me, like, I don't have any UTMB points, mm. and so uh, I would qualify for either UTMB or CCC or OCC, and so I'm really excited to just, like, hopefully uh, get one of those spots here this weekend, and be able to run one of those races. Mm. Yeah, we talked about it on, on Tuesday night, and that podcast is now live now. We talked about the stones versus your index. Yeah. So you get, this will get your index, and also you get your stones, but also you get your, uh, you can get a Western Chase Golden Ticket and yeah. and an entry to the UTMB, which is it's pretty There's amazing. a lot of good options. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you get, so, so, so do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I'm just excited to try out some longer distances. I think I've been kind of in the 50K range and marathon range for the last couple of years. And yeah, I'm really excited just to see what happens when I go a little farther there. Are you going to do anything different? During the race? Like when you get to a 50K when you're only running 50K, something in 50K when you're running 100K. Yeah. Anything? Uh, I mean, you got crew, you got family. We got the crew. Yeah, we have a pretty good uh, nutrition plan, hopefully. We'll see. But I think, yeah, I guess I'll just go out a lot slower. I think in the few 50Ks I've done, uh, I've like gone out pretty hard. And like, like I did Speed Goat last summer, and that's like a five hour ish 50K. And like three hours in, like I was totally like blown up and 
like really had to eat a bunch to kind of come back from that. And so I think doing something like that, like Saturday would be really stupid. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try to just like, yeah, slow the roll a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We talked about the elevation gain. You would think that the course was heavy on the back end, but the reality is that you get 8,000 feet in the first half. So it's, it's just, it's barely a little more than double. So it's not heavy on the, you think the canyons are going to get a lot more. Yeah. But it's only like, you get the 14 to 17,000, somewhere in the range, but... It's um, all in big climbs, isn't it, yeah, the, the second yeah, half? The yeah, the back is a big, big climb, so the longer ones, yeah. and the front is just a lot of, a lot of little climbs. Yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely want to come into uh, Forest Hill, like, not, not feeling too bad. I feel like that's the strategy, just mm -hmm. try to have some amount of freshness there. Because those, yeah, those climbs after, it's like three or, what, two, two big ones and a big one up to Forest Hill before. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. And no, so now, did you mention that you have seen the trails a little bit around? Yeah, luckily. So when, when uh, we crewed he here last year for Western States, I was able to run a section and, mm. you know, we ran here, uh, we ran the start, like, first five miles yesterday and tomorrow we're hoping, or, yeah, tomorrow we're hoping to do about seven miles on the course. Nice. So we'll see some of it, but... So question about um, different parts of the country have different types of trails, you know, like East yeah. Coast, I come from the East Coast, very technical, lots of roots, mud, all that kind of thing. How do the Missoula, Montana trails compare to what you see here so far and just in terms of surface and footing and all that? I think our in-town trails are actually pretty similar. Mm. Uh, yeah, like our trails aren't that technical in town. It's just not really rocky. Um, some are pretty steep, some aren't, but like just looking at the course profile, if we really want to nerd out, it's like you have like a lot of hills of like 600 feet a mile, right? Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of those too. Mm. So hopefully that hopefully that helps. Um, but yeah, they, they seem similar. You guys are just a few months ahead of us. Like right now it's all green and flowers everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Missoula, it's like that's maybe the end of May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seasons are a little different. Yeah, but, but. yeah. Well, that's good though. I mean, if you have a similar feel on the trail, maybe that will be a helpful thing as you get out there. Yeah, yeah hopefully, yeah. <laughs> cool. So Aaron, you were signed up to run. Yep. You are not running. Yep. You feeling okay? <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, it's a tough pill to swallow, especially because I was just, like I was saying, I'm, um, I'm really excited about these longer races right now. And so I was, you know, really excited to get another shot at 100K here. Um, but I picked up a knee injury uh, this spring and very much am on the upswing now um, and running again, but not ready to race 100K. So and really, I would I would love to send it and run, but I think that would uh, put my summer running very much at risk and just not worth it. It's too nice in Montana in the summer and too many races I'm excited about, so yeah. Well, that's a really mature ultra running thought process. <laughs> Sometimes we don't get there for a long time. To value your body, you want it for a long time. So, but you, I mean, this event is so electric. There's lots of stuff going on. I'm sure you feel like part of the community. You're going to be crewing, I'm sure, right? Yeah, I'm going to be crewing. So it's nice to feel like I uh, have a very important job still. Yes, um, yes, you so, do. So yeah, and I love watching Adam race and compete. Um, yeah, he's always out there giving everything, and as you can tell from his results, he tends to do pretty well as well. So. Excited. <laughs> yeah, well, we're super excited. I mean, Mammoth Bar, eight miles in, you know, we're going to be there at the aid station there. And 
welcoming everybody in, so we can't wait to see you come through there for sure. Yeah, that'll be early, right? Like yeah. an hour in, maybe you'll see our headlamps. Maybe, I know. Yeah, maybe. That long? Yeah. <laughs> You're taking that long to get there? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he already said he was going to slow his roll. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Five o'clock start for you right here in town? Yeah, right over there. yeah 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, exciting. It's gonna be, it's gonna yeah, I've never fun. started that early before, so. Yeah. That is an early start. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're gonna be awake anyways. No one sleeps before, right? That's true. Yeah, I just only have set my alarm for like two thirty in the morning before, except maybe for a flight. There you go. So yeah. <laughs> you guys staying right here in town in Auburn somewhere? Oh, we're in Sacramento actually, oh, so we got a little drive, but. Okay. Yeah. It's when you can eat breakfast, get some coffee. It's, yeah, it's yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any, Aaron? Do you have any races coming up? Anything in your back pocket that um, you want to share? So I'm gonna be running CCC um, this summer. I had the had the points to get in from my from Run Rabbit, so you know that finish was worth something. Um, <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. That event feels crazy huge, and right. to be honest, fairly intimidating. But I'm excited to like put myself in the mix and just get a experience Chamonix and UTMB weekend and all of that. It's awesome, um, and then. I'm still trying to kind of figure out what I want to do here. Hopefully some stuff in June or July. No decisions have been made as of yet. So we'll see. You, you like to travel. I you do. You like to travel for your races. I like that. I really like to travel. I think we're really, really spoiled here. We're like, we don't have to go anywhere, but we should. We should. We'll come visit. <laughs> you should. It's yeah, awesome. check out Missoula. Um, yeah. 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 I love it. In the summer. Yeah. Have you thought about doing any East Coast stuff at any point? Is that an area that you've thought about at all? Yeah, I mean, I did JFK in November, yeah, and so yeah. that, I thought I really liked doing that race. Yeah, um, you're right. The trails were really technical, though. Mm -hmm. That whole section uh, on the AT, but yeah, I haven't thought about maybe other ones. Yeah, not not for this year, probably. Yeah, yeah. other than JFK. Yep. Yeah. Based on uh, the section we ran of the AT, I might stay on the West Coast. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was covered in leaves when we ran it, and right. Whew, that was uh, that was tough. I was like, how did they do this? Yeah, yeah. I trails out there are a different beast. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so, what's the, in Missoula? Is there what's your your big race? You have a hundred miler? Or? We don't have any hundred milers in town but i actually work for a company that puts on trail races in western montana and our biggest race is the rut so that's a 50k that's in big sky and big sky is a lot closer to bozeman it's about an hour south of bozeman okay. but yeah it's a really gnarly uh 50k 28k vk and 11k it's like a big trail festival over september weekend and yeah but there's a lot of climbing i mean it has 10,000 feet of climbing in the 50k so wow. it's legit um but yeah in missoula we, yeah, we need an ultra. That's yeah. uh, a goal of ours. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the community is growing up there, so it's, it won't be long before you, uh, you know, yeah. build something longer and bigger. Bighorn's not that far away, right? Or yeah, Bighorn in know. Wyoming, like, yeah. that's probably six hours away. That's not bad. Yeah. That could be your next one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that would be, uh, well, that coach I was talking about earlier, Mike Foote, he, he had the old course record there, actually, too. So he ran that back in the day. So he's he's the RD for the rut, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he's my boss now. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah. We work for Runners Edge Events. That's what it's called. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. And you met him in high school. as your, as your coach, and he's kind of yeah. He's kind of inspired you. He's you get to work with him now. It's great. Yeah. No, it's awesome. He's uh he was a really good mentor in high school. You know, like just having him around and this guy who was a trail runner, and I feel like he has a always a long term approach to things. And yeah, he's great to have as a boss now. And, always bounce ideas off of stuff like that 
Is he still is he still coaching high school? No, my the head coach of the cross country team at Hellgate, he's still the coach there. Okay. Um, but Mike was an assistant coach. I think he he did it for about five years though. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So Mike, I think if I remember correctly, did some kind of really serious schemo. Uh, oh yeah, record of he, some sort. He had like, the world record right? for like the twenty-four most, hour yeah. like most vertical feet skied uphill. Right. Yeah, it was like sixty-two thousand feet. Yeah, yeah. What? It's just obscene. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and then and then Killian what? went out and did like seventy-eight thousand yeah. feet. Yeah. Like he just smashed it. Right. Yeah. You got to keep those records under. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah you shouldn't have told him. anybody. Uh, I saw. Yeah. I think I saw it on Instagram or something, and he was just up and down, up, up and, down. and down. His yeah. feet were destroyed at the end. Yeah. It was just insane. It was like a hamster wheel. I mean, he, yeah. yeah, that hill was like a thousand feet. He did it like sixty times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is schemo? What's the, so it's an acronym. Of ski mountaineering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ski mountaineering. Um, and so there's like alpine type gear, I think, but you can sort of set the ski in such a way that you're able to climb up with skins on. And it's a short whole, ski? It's a regular, I think it's a regular like it alpine type ski or Yeah, something. like the, if you go schema regulation skis, they're pretty short. Mm. Um, it depends how tall you are, right? But like a tall guy and a short person has to be like on the same size ski. Mm. I think they're like 160 centimeters long, yeah. It's a big thing in the last few years. I mean, yeah, it's just, really blown up. Yeah, from, oh, I mean, Killian obviously does a lot of that stuff, and then it's sort of, it seems like it's been trickling down to the U.S. here and there, and yeah. the Boulder area, I think, is, like, pretty pretty big on that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So you do that? Yeah, we both. I mean, do that? I feel like it's a stretch to call what I do ski mountaineering. <laughs> <laughs> I got my skins on my skis. I'm going up like the local ski resort with a couple friends at 6:30 in the morning before they groom it and start yelling at us. Mm. Yeah, and it's super fun. I mean, we do these little local races that uh, Mike puts on, and I'm horrible at it. Like, I'm like way back in the pack. Like, I fall on most of my kick turns. But it's a really good time and it's super humbling. Um, and I do a lot better when you only have to go straight uphill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, we have like we have the engine to do it, but then when it actually comes to the technical skill, like that's where I just get smoked by everybody. Right. And so the uphill like is good. And then you do the transition and like take off your skins and then I'm in like 10th place. Yeah. And then you like, catch him up again on the uphill. And it's right. kind of fun, but it's super frustrating too. Yeah. So is, it, is it the course changing up and down a lot? Or is it just up and then down? I think it depends on the race you're in, but a lot of them have like uh, a course you follow. And at least the ones we do in Missoula have a course and you just do it for about an hour. And then once the first person is done, like everyone else finishes behind them. Mm. So but it's yeah. almost like laps. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you talk. Uh, you told us that you like more than just running mm -hmm. and schemo. Is there anything else we need to know that you like to do outdoors? Uh, I mean, yeah, I just I love being out. I like fishing. I've been fly fishing a lot. My dad and I go all the time, and well, he goes way more than me now. <laughs> but yeah, really, just being in Missoula is great. Like, you have all that stuff right there. It's a great town for fishing and mountain biking and running, and yeah, it's a great place to grow up and do that stuff. Do you do any other outdoor stuff? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're both skiing, like we were saying, um, especially this spring, um, being a little banged up and gravel biking more. Um, it's been tough, you know, there's been some like 40 degree days on the bike where you're just bundled up and kind of suffering out there. Okay, I don't ride bikes at all. What is gravel bike? It's like, it's like a dirt road and you have a, a bike that's kind of like a road bike, but the tires are more knobby. Yeah, they have like, it's oh, like okay. a road bike with knobbier tires. So they can just do a lot more. 
It's, it's pretty good for Montana because like our okay. a lot of the highways aren't that great for riding. Like mm-hmm. it's just not very safe. But there's a ton of just forest service roads. But if you're on a mountain bike, it'd be like really slow. Mm-hmm. So the gravel bike's like perfect so for Montana. Yeah, in between of yeah. the two. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, cool. It's definitely on my purchase list for a long time you, now. Yeah, <laughs> king of gear. I don't need <laughs> yeah. any more gear. I mean, I came out of road race, road bike racing years ago. Yeah. So, and I've got the mountain bike, but out here, like you say, you get all these backwoods roads, forest roads. Oh, great, perfect. Great for gravel bike. Yeah. 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 Lighter, they're, faster. Uh, you know. They're super capable. They're yeah. Fun. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Yeah, we, awesome. we have a lot of gravel biking and it seems to be popular down here as well. Huh? Yeah, they have some pretty decent sized races in Placer County that mm. take in like all these um, kind of like foothill roads and things and Dang. canyons and all that. So oh, yeah, there's some really nice stuff out here. Cool. Uh, so camping and uh, fishing and is, how about the bear spray? You just got grizzly bears out there? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're in Missoula, like sort of. What? They're they're coming down. <laughs> um, but if you go north of us, about like thirty miles, that's kind of where their habitat begins. Um, I guess there is like one sow and cubs now, kind of living in just north of town. Hmm. So yeah, they're it's cool. Like the range is expanding, but it is it is kind of scary sometimes yeah, just knowing they're there. We have black bears, and they're they're. Pretty Nothing. Pretty yeah. harmless, you know. We have, well fed around you know, here. So. But a grizzly bear, those are some serious business. Yeah, my uh, my cross country camp. We had a camp in high school um, when I was a sophomore. We actually got chased by a grizzly Hellgate, bear right? it was Hellgate. at Hellgate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like on a run. Yeah, yeah, Barrigate. Yeah, yeah. Barrigate. Sounds like Deflate Gate. <laughs> but they're around. I mean, yeah. But if you carry bear spray or and make noise, like. It's safe, but yeah. not or it's safer, right? Like you, yeah, you're protected you a little know, bit, but. You have mountain lions here. You have mountain lions out there. Yeah, I've never seen one. I've never seen one. Cats maybe out there. I think they have both. Our have some both. of our running friends saw one like, oh, pretty much in town at like a six on a six a.m. run um, a few months back. But neither of us have seen one. All right, guys. I think we are wrapping up the end of this hour. Does anyone from the audience have any questions for our guests? We're happy to answer anything. If not, I have a grueling game to play. Yes, uh, Miguel here. Uh, how long did it take to transition from college, road, all that, to trail? So I'm just going to repeat the question. So our, he's um, Miguel is wondering how long it took to transition from all that road running and college stuff into trail running. Yeah, for me, I I, I took about a year off of like competitive running after college like at least like almost a year just kind of like didn't want to didn't want to compete anymore but then I think the key for me was like not doing really long races right away because like in college like I was saying we were just doing races that took nine minutes long and so I was definitely more interested in like shorter trail races at first and I guess that was yeah like three years ago now so I guess it's been about like three years of like doing trails and then now like going to longer races yeah, but it's definitely different. Like in college, you are so into your pace for easy day. Like, oh, I want to run 6.30 pace for my easy days. And then on trail, if you're doing like really hard up a steep hill, you might hit like a 15 and that's okay. <laughs> but that took me a really long time to be okay with. Curious. Yeah. And Aaron, how about you? Because you, you had a big track. Yeah, history. yeah. Um, so when I left the track and the roads, I was like, pretty pretty injured um and it was a solid six months before i was running much at all again um 
So it's kind of hard for me to judge because that was a really big factor for me. Um, and then the transition, once I kind of got healthy and was able to, you know, run and train a little bit, um, I feel like the trails came pretty quickly at first. Um, maybe not as much the descents. Um, that was always a little intimidating to me, like rockier descents, especially early on. But I took to the longer stuff really quickly. Like uh, I started doing, you know, back-to-back -back 15, 20-mile runs or back-to-back 20-mile -back runs and just found that I could recover really quickly between those. Um, and so that, I think, caused me to get really excited about these longer races. And I think now I'm almost playing catch-up. Like I got into this longer stuff before I was maybe quite ready to do that. And so I've had some inconsistency in my racing because of that. And so I think I'm still adjusting to it in a sense, um, especially like getting the racing down. But the training came relatively quickly, I guess. Yeah. Obviously with the road and then transition to trail. So you know, what age were you when you ran the first marathon? And then obviously the marathon time and then obviously that perspective of marathon time, how does that sort of transition now to obviously as you said the time of the trail, the the, the, the mile per hour goes out the door. It's it's obviously the the energy and efficiency. Yeah, I I've never run a flat marathon. Uh, I'd like to though, hopefully in the next couple of years. But yeah, I guess like the first trail race I did like successfully was a marathon. Yeah, I think I had like about four months of serious training to get into it. And then for pace, like, yeah, it's a lot more effort-based I've found. Like when you're running up a hill and you're like working really hard, yeah, like I said, you might hit like a 12 minute mile or a 15 minute mile. But then I found using Strava, it gives you like that great adjusted pace. And I've found that's like quite similar to the pace that I was like feeling. like. Say I was trying really hard and hit a 12 minute mile, the great adjusted pace might still be like a 5.30 mile, and that makes sense. Yeah. Staging sustained effort and obviously you're over the distance. Yeah, it, it becomes a lot more effort based though, I've found. So mostly you feel better, you're like, oh, five, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. No, definitely not as fast as I used to be. Not that I was ever that fast, but yeah. <laughs> What's the furthest you've ever taken Poppy? The cutest dog in the That's world so on a run. <laughs> All right, so I'll give some background. Um, we have a half pug, half kind of chihuahua mutt uh, little dog that I insisted we get. Um, <laughs> she's, she's great. We love Poppy. She's fantastic. We love her. Um, Adam has taken her on her longest run, which I believe was 20 miles. 20, yeah. Um, he yeah. also raced a local half marathon with her, yeah. um, and she ran really fast. Yeah, she won for the dogs. She was awesome. <laughs> yeah, but she averaged six fifteen pace per mile. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually sub six through She's ten. She's got four legs. Yeah. Okay. What's her Strava? Oh yeah, you made one. I actually she made did. one. <laughs> yeah. I have been talking about forever. I finally made her one. Yeah. I'm really bad about like actually updating it though, because it means I have to log out of mine and log into hers, and that's a lot of work. But uh, I think she's at Poppy the Pug. If anyone wants to give her a follow, yeah, now yeah. Her last name is the Pug. Yeah. And if Hoko wants to give her a sponsorship, we'd be super down. She's way better looking than us too. Yep. Yeah. She's way cuter. I was going to say, they, they come in dog wits now. Yeah. <laughs> she needs like a vest. I don't want to carry her food anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Mewling. Yeah. Mewling. Yeah. Okay, anything else? That was fun. All right, so we're going to 
This is a grueling game. You guys ready? I'm gonna oh, ask no. you. We're gonna wrap oh, it up. This We're is ready. it. Okay. What's your favorite post-race meal? Uh, probably like burgers and fries and a shake. Nice. We have In-N-Out. That probably yeah. That's yeah, probably it. Saturday it'll be burritos. Yes, it will be burritos. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, burritos are great. I, I was going to say tacos and margarita, so that's pretty close to a burrito. That's pretty good. And salt, you know, mm -hmm. around the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, bucket list race. Uh, I'd, I'd love to run Western States someday. Yeah. I would love for you to run that too. It'd be so cool. I'd love to run the second half of Western States. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can. I mean, we're right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about favorite trail, and what else should we ask him? Well, we already know the answer to this one, but maybe it'll start some it'll start some fights at home. Cats or dogs? Dogs. <laughs> I saw you look though. Are you sure you're not like? I'm gonna answer like the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, uh -huh. yeah, dogs for sure. Very sure. <laughs> Sorry, mom. My mom's a huge cat person. Yeah. yeah. He has like 8,000 cats at home. I, I'm even split. He doesn't have anything. He watches animals for friends when we're racing or whatever. He's a good person to know. So I'm neutral. I'm neutral. I, but I, I think I like my cat more currently. So I know. My dog's just a husky, big old furry thing. So. I had little ones when I had little dogs my entire life. They're loud, though. They're really loud. Yeah, they yeah. are really loud. Like my yeah, our dog's kind bark. of a yappy dog sometimes. It's yeah. so annoying. <laughs> you said it. You yeah, said it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Who's watching Poppy? Uh, friend of... <laughs> yeah, I, know. Well, I, yeah. I was actually thinking, I was like, we should have brought her to. Um, yeah, I'm going to have a little weekend. Don't worry about it. Yeah, she does have a little little carrier. She can fit on an airplane. Um, but no, a friend of his from high school and his family friends are watching her. Yeah. Updating her Instagram and Strava too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She it's doesn't either. have an Instagram, but it's... What? It's not long. Okay. She's on ours. She's plenty. on ours. <laughs> yeah. They get enough content of her. All right, guys. Well, we have gone a full hour with you guys. We really appreciate you coming. Um, good luck at Canyons. Good luck crewing. Yeah, Maybe you guys so can stay a little bit longer and she can run that second half. Yeah. Uh, right out. after Canyons. Yeah. I yeah. mean... Really, thank you guys. Um, we'll look for you at Michigan Bluff and at the finish line. You're going to have a great day. Um, we have our Patreon guys. It's up and ready for you guys to sign up. Uh, one more mention probably for the Hoka Run tomorrow, 10 a.m. Overlook. Bring everyone all paces, casual, nice, three-mile community run with coffee at the end. Thank you guys for all being here and helping us um, get to know these people so much. We thank you guys so so much and we will see you guys on the trails. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.